When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the second part of our Woodman Corner end of season player review podcast. Um, I'm Graham Brown and I'm sat here with uh, Ian Bay of uh, WBA Mad, uh, Joseph Chapman and Kieran Dude, and we're going to continue to look at the performers and non-performers of this Albion season. Okay, well let's get into midfielders then, gonna, that's, that's where we end. Uh, let, uh, I'm going to start with Gareth Barry. Uh, <laughs> God, Ian, what are you going to say about Gareth Barry? Gareth Barry gets a free from me. So I, I, I just rack my brains about why we ever signed Gareth Barry. I mean, what was he, 38 when we signed him? Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, at that time we were we still had, like, uh, you know, we always had an, an ageing squad in the Premier League. And that just did, I know that he was obviously brought in to try and replace, you know, the influence of Fletcher in the dressing room, but yeah, I just don't think he's that sort of character, to be honest. He seems like quite a quiet man. Yep. Um, and, you know, he's uh, he's obviously got the experience, he's won Premier Leagues, etc., played for England and, you know, all these major competitions, but. He's just been a disaster for us. Yeah. You know, he's just been a complete waste of money, and that you know, uh, he's just another one who I just feel I'm not sure why, but I just feel like he's disrespected the club with yeah. his antics in Barcelona, and like he hasn't showed like any sort of remorse, and you know, he's obviously he loves his, he loves a night out, doesn't he? He loves a night out, snobs, and you know, <laughs> how does he stay out so late? You know, he's crazy. <laughs> so that's the thing that really annoys me about him. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be fair, that's obviously. Um, yeah, no, well, I, so I, I've given him a four, but I actually feel like I, I actually feel like I was kind of being too kind because I, I don't actually remember. We talked about it last week. I don't remember. I don't actually ever remember having a, what I would call a good game yeah. for Albion. He's done nothing. Even, he, he, he's been poor all season. I've never really. We always felt like it's the kind of balance that. But I'm mean, actually fundamentally. He's, I would honestly say he's the slowest midfielder I've ever seen play for Albion. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. And, and I think I agree. I, I'm not someone who gets carried away with, um, with the kind of personality side of it. I'm desperate not to see Barry there next season. I'd be, yeah. I'd be really distraught to see his name on that sheet. Uh, even to the point where, I mean, I, I, if they have to pay him off, let's just forget about it. He's, 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 he's the modern day Luke Moore, and, uh, and and let's just get him out of the club. Yeah, I, I think that he'll go. I, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that someone will take him, but I just think that deep down in his own mind, he doesn't really want to be there anymore. So no. I feel like sign, signing him has put Sam Field back here as well. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. We had a chance to actually yeah. help him progress. Him in, yeah. And we had a lot of midfielders to help him through it, but yeah. signing and Barry is someone that's... When you compare him. like where Barry is at this stage of his career and Sam Field as well, there's not, that the much, same, there's not too yeah. much difference. He's twice his age. Yeah, twice his age. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well. Well. It's just, a good point. There's no, can, can Sam Field stay until five o'clock in the snubs? He probably can, yeah. have no hangover in the morning. What did you give him, uh, give him a three and a half. Three and a half. But he's just—it was the biggest waste of a signing. I think we knew that anyway. The reason Fletcher moved on really was he was starting to slow, and then you buy an older player, yeah, who wasn't as good technically to begin with when they were in the prime, mm. and he's put uh, one of our homegrown players backwards a year. And I just think it's really short-term thinking from the club as usual. But yeah. that's exactly why we're in the position we're in. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I've given Barry a four. And now, after listening to all you guys, that makes me sound quite generous. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually would 
to a point, I would uh, contest the view that he never played well. I, I think there was a there was a period uh, where, perhaps, kind of early September, October time, where we were doing all right, and it was still in transition with the midfield three of Livermore and Kakobi out next to him. And I think there was there was a little period where Albion was, weren't getting the results, but he was the he was the best of of, of those three. I think. Yeah, I think he started off okay, but he was he was always played out of position in that three. So in that three, you needed Barry to be like the anchor when he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. You know, I remember Don't watching. Ask him to go. I remember watching when we played uh, Brighton away, and he was like our furthest midfielder forward, and he was he was chasing down. You know the centre halves, yeah. and he's, he's just, he was never ever going to do that. No, I remember thinking exactly. I'd forgotten that actually at the start. That was a Pulis thing, wasn't it? Yeah. it was incredible. That it was, was, yeah. And, I, and I, I, the, the one I don't want to stick up for Barry Swift. One thing I would say is I think he's a sort of player that he will play it as well as the players around him play. Mm-hmm. He's someone who gives the ball to someone else, and he's never given that opportunity. But I'm yeah. too nice to him. Um, <laughs> Livermore, uh, Jake Livermore, go ahead. Uh, Ian, you start us start off with Livermore. Yeah, I mean, I know that obviously we've talked about like the Barcelona four, whatever, <laughs> and Livermore. I think people have forget uh, yeah, that he was one of those guys by, involved. You know, confused by the reaction yeah. to that. But um, I've given him a six. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite it's one of the high, highest marks, the high, higher marks, I should say, and that's only because of his end of season flourish, really. Like if you if you take away like the last six weeks, he'd probably be like a three or a four, really, because he's another one who just goes missing in games and doesn't really offer us anything as a, as, a, as a as a player. He's not great defensively. He goes to pieces when he gets the ball up front. It's, it's like he's got a hot potato between his legs. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Never he's like the, the new Jonathan Green. He just goes to pieces in the box, doesn't he? So, yeah. um, but I, I think that you know he's he's kind of showed like over the last six weeks that he's a good footballer and like this is the reason that he is in the England squad. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he went to. Ru- I think more than anyone, Pardew ruined him for more. There's that time where he was playing him like in the in a number ten role. He's just like and a remarkable. He played him right wing do. as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. That West Ham away. Yeah. West Ham away. I think he played certainly in the in the final third, and it was just it was just crazy. So, so I'd sympathise with Liverpool to that, but actually I've written off the, this, this stuff at the end of the season because because I. I I have my concerns about why he's, he's, his performance has peaked. I'm sure there's the Darren Moore factor, but there's also the England guy, England um, coming, and the fact that his salary is probably about to something like half. Yeah. Um, so I've given him four and a half, but I think all the things that you said, I mean, I think he had a large disappointment. I've actually got a bit of faith in Liverpool. We talked before, he's a player I'd like to see there next season to yeah. add continuity, because I think he's a better player than he's shown for Albion I think if we, if we can keep hold of him next year, he, he will boss games in the Championship. Yeah, He'll well, be a really good footballer yeah. in the Championship. Yeah, he's done it before. He's been promoted before yeah. with, with with Hull uh, on a couple of occasions. So yeah, I've given Livermore a five, uh, somewhere in between. I take your point. I, I think uh, about kind of the the flourish, uh, like Igazi. I think Moore's definitely had some kind of impact on him. Uh, the, the the consistency of the squad selection as well was big. Yeah. You know, James McLean didn't, hardly played any. I think he must have started two or three games under Pardew. And then he started, what was it, six in a row? I think he yeah. started two games. Uh, so, um, you know, it, you can see why there are certain players that are really, really enjoying it under under Moore. And Livermore will be one of them. And he's added goals to his game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you give him, Kieran? I give him a five. I mean, other than the last six weeks, he was kind of poor. But I will say that he's, he seems to me like one of them players where the mentality is paramount. Like, he's meant, he has to be mentally switched up. Yeah. yeah. And but I think with the chaos point. of the club, I think that made him... I think you can see an improvement now. Everything seems a bit... The whole club's moving in one direction behind Darren Moore. Yeah, I think he he kind of fell short to the the hatred really that was around the club at the time. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Really, that you know, kind of Miles hasn't had a look in really in, in terms of being spotlighted. 
and get yeah. Barry Barry and Evans uh, get crucified and Livermore's all, almost let off the hook yeah he the has fans. improved since though yeah, it's true yeah. yeah true no that's that's very fair <laughs> point yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, Barry started his, uh, his his summer off early, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Kovyak's another one that can that can. Um, Greg, yeah. Yes, that they can divide. Uh, go on, Joe. You start off on Kovyak. Oh, I've gone. I've gone, and I've given Greg a three. Uh, I thought they were. They really were just uh, glimpses of Greg or Kovyak being yeah. the player we we wanted and. He was probably the player in the summer I was most excited about. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Out of all the signings we made. I thought this is a serious statement of intent from Albion and you thought he was going to be this box to box player who uh, who was kind of spraying passes all over the place and maybe he would chip in with a goal or two and uh, and really take Albion to the next level in terms of midfield and he just it's fallen flat on its backside the whole thing mm. there were one or two games probably against Liverpool actually uh, I think in League and Cup yeah. he, he got a rest I think he got his first start <coughs> at Pardew was in the league at Anfield in December and he was very very good and he and he really affected the game, and then of course the uh, the game at, at Anfield again in the FA Cup. He was he was mm. he was brilliant. I, d- I don't know if you guys remember um, Watford uh, the start of the season, first half yes. when we took when we were like two 0 up after thirty five minutes. Yes, that forty five minutes from Krakowiak was the best that I've ever seen from a midfielder in an Albion shirt. Yeah. The ball for Ronda wasn't it? The ball for Ronda, and I remember yeah. uh, my, my dad couldn't make it for, for some reason. And um, I spoke to him after, I was like, Dad, this guy's a serious player. That 45 minutes was unbelievable. And he's just got nowhere near that no, sense. No. But I think with Krakowiak, he really struggled with the formation. That he, yeah. That, yeah. that five-man midfield. Like, when he put, when he's in a four, he, he's just a different player, you know. And, yeah. Um, I do think sometimes the players around him are a bit, a couple of steps behind him as well. Like, yeah. You he, do see him look up. Yeah. There's no one in the area. He, he looked like he didn't space. know what he was doing, did he, for the first like, yeah. few months there? No. I think that that's because that he's been used to playing at a slightly higher level with, with slightly better, better players yeah. who are kind of like on his wavelength. Yeah. Um, he always seemed to be look, like looking over his shoulder to see if he was like in the right position the pews, and that really frustrated me because yeah. he obviously didn't, he couldn't grasp So pragmatic, he, he, yeah. he knew he'd been drilled, yeah. yeah what yeah. have you given him in? Well, I've got an interesting story actually about Krakowiak yeah. because uh, talking about... Um, the, the excitement that we had around the club it's not just from the fans as well like people inside the club were so excited about signing Krakowiak and I remember that when we went to a meeting uh, an Albion assembly meeting and Richard Garlick was there and he was saying that you know Krakowiak was they were, the club were amazed that they had a chance to get him because they were obviously interested in the guy from Fenerbahce weren't they and they yes, were quite close yeah. and then this guy came up at the last minute and they, they actually met him at, at Birmingham airport him and his agent and they took them to a hotel, and they made sure that uh, they went. They stayed over at the hotel, um, that they couldn't leave these two guys yeah. because they didn't want them signing for anyone else. You know, that's how <laughs> it was so secretive. And you know, they made sure that they, they got the deal over the line. So, but he's just been a massive. Um, I'm so underwhelmed by him. He's just mm. been such a massive disappointment, hasn't he? Yeah. You know? I think signing under Pulis didn't help him. It just yeah. ruined his game completely. But it's just amazing that Pulis said that he was after him for like several years, yeah, and then he just didn't have a clue how to play him. Did that's he? That's what I couldn't no. work out. Uh, no, he's, ne- he's never really got a fit right. But it's funny, I also say this is the antithesis of a uh, age story. So I remember we're sort of thinking, he, he, this guy cannot fail. He's yeah. box to box, so he kind of already does everything. Yeah, so he's not, he's not a ta- he shouldn't be a very tactical player. He should be a put, put him there, he'll cover ground and do mm-hmm. stuff for you. But it never panned out. And to that end, I, I've given him four and a half. I actually think um, across the course of the season, I guess Livermore's just nudged him out now because he's playing one effort. But those that three, Barry Livermore and Picova could never play together. I actually think he was still the best of the three up until very, very recently. Yeah. But he's just been wildly mismanaged. What do you give him, Kieran? Uh, I'll give him a five. 
I think the fact that everyone knows he's taking a hundred, well over a hundred grand a week. Over, yeah, that's, that's played against him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think he's been let down by, <coughs> by how he's been asked to play for one. He's always done the job he's been asked, but we've just wasted that. Yeah. We've spent a hundred grand a week, and we've completely wasted that player for all. You can tell the frustration he had as well with yeah. the, the under the under party as well. Yeah. It became very very clear, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. In public view, and he gets an extra point for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good point. Yeah, he would have been interesting in kind of like hindsight if like Pulis would have just took the shackles off him, just said, you know, I'll trust you in a four. Just yeah. play box to box. You've got yeah. Barry next. It changed. That was the player that we we're after. That, it, that, that dynamic box to box player who could cover ground and that—that's one thing I did wonder whether Pardew was going to be able to do mm-hmm. because of because of the way Pardew plays his games. Yeah, yeah. I wondered whether he was going to be able to get the best out of the likes of Krakowiec, but instead yes, he got told to f off instead. He's <laughs> just told. He's just told about that, hasn't he? Uh, Chris Brunt. Uh, he wants to go first. So Chris Brunt. Well, I can't say anything bad about it. No, him, I know. So. I mean, you think he likes Craig Dawson. Wait till you hear what he says about Chris Brunt. I've, uh, I've given Brunt a seven. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's probably my pick of the season uh, in terms of players. Uh, he's had to kind of just get on with it anywhere he's been playing the last couple of years, hasn't he? You know, he made the left back his own spot. We're very, yeah. very pleased to see um, Kieran Gibbs sign in the summer. It was a natural left back that we've been all calling out for. Yeah, and he and he's become a, a, a kind of a crucial central midfielder now. But have you seen Brunt have a good play, a good game wide of midfield this season? No, I think no. he's not that player anymore, is he? Yeah. He's, he's, I don't think he ever was really. To be honest, no. Going back, he he's never had pace. pace. He's never had that searing pace that you remember that season he signed. And, you know, they turn to players like Gear and Tashir, mm. and who would who would kind of uh, always be the go-to players in that in, in that area. Central midfield with the with the the quality of the passing and, and you know his ability to pick a player 70 yards away yeah. and of course his set pieces naturally you know he must have got double figures in, in terms of assists this season yeah, yeah. so everything everything about it and of course he's you know he is like in the same bracket as Dawson he's just a consummate pro isn't he so yeah. go on the camera so what do you give him what 100 no, <laughs> I wish I could I give him a 7 just because he hasn't had the impact he normally has but he I don't with Brunt it seems like wherever you put him on the pitch as long as it's down the middle or the left hand side he'll play there yeah. and, and he'll be consistent there So he played yeah. on the right as well under Di Matteo that's yeah. it yeah. Mode, really yeah. Cut inside, yeah. Yeah, cut inside all yeah. the time yeah. but it's like I said about a month ago I said we should try him in the middle because yeah. that's what we're missing and it's like you put him there and he, he just makes a difference all the I time. think he struggles in a two in the middle I think I think there was one occasion. I said up until Darren Moore, he always struggles in the middle. I've never seen him play well in the middle. Under Tony Mowbray, he played some very impressive games in the middle. Yes, yeah, yeah, I remember. He put yeah, that kind of decorated centre forward department we had back then. I'm struggling to remember the game exactly, but I remember he played in a two. It might have been even with Barry, or was it even Claudio Jakob? Earlier on in the season, and we we really struggle with the lack of legs. But you know, in terms of his passing, if he's, if he's able to get on the ball, he's well covered by someone like Livermore. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he tends to um, he tends to fare very well in most games. So have you uh, have you ranked his season? I, I feel a bit bad giving him a six because like Chris Brunt's one of those players that you kind of love as an Albion fan, isn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, like McCauley like, and Morrison. Absolutely. And, I mean, he's been solid enough, but nothing spectacular really from Brunty. And you know, he's obviously got the. High level of performance, and uh, he always gives you know 100%. But I just think it, it's kind of 
obvious now that he's coming towards the end of his career with us, which I feel a bit sad about. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And but he's he's still an important player for us. You know, if oh, you take those, yeah. you take that left foot away from uh, West Brom, we yeah. don't get all those. Well, he's half the goals and, scored. He's, know, he's yeah, half the goals. Yeah. I think it's interesting next season in the championship. It could be the making of him for the, for the kind of end of his because he's going to have more corners. He's going to have more. The, he's one of the few players in that team that probably if he sees more of the ball, he'll probably have a better game. Mm. And, he, and he's and he's going to be captain, isn't but, he? Yeah. But where will well. he play though? This is the thing. Like I don't, I don't think he's got the legs to play in the championship in the middle. The problem is. He's probably going to end up playing left back because I can't if, see if Gibbs goes early on. Uh, yeah. you can, I, I don't think that would be a bad, bad No, I don't think he, Brunt, he actually. He played like, there well for Northern Ireland, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and, and, and like you said, it is, it is an area which is going to require. Um, he's either going to have to sort of become a sitting midfielder who, who, yeah. who moves very little. He's never, he's never going to be a box to box player at this age. Uh, so you know, I, I, I'd hope that next season um, is the making of it, even if he's playing at fullback. Uh, next, McLean. I'll start. I gave McLean a five. Mm. Um, so I, I mean, I could have written this before the start of the season. He's run loads. He's created nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's from. The, you've got two boxes. I'd say there's players who aren't good enough but are trying, and there's players that are good enough and aren't. Yeah. He's trying. He just, you know, he's, he's just like a. Alan Liam, but playing slightly, slightly higher up the pitch, really. Um, yeah. So yeah, McLean's five. Of course, that the Premier League clubs are going to be queuing up to sign him, but uh, but I'm only giving him a five. What do you say? Yeah, uh, five for me as well. I think that McLean is quite a funny one. I still, I'm still not sure about what to make of James McLean. Whether uh, deep down, I know that he's not good enough to be in the, to be in the Premier League. But for some reason, when he plays, we pick up points. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's because he kind of like galvanises other people around him to like you know put a shift in, but. A bit like you said, Graham. He doesn't kind of put amazing crosses in, and you know he hasn't got a trick, and you know he, he doesn't look like he's got like searing pace. Although I know that he's he's quite one of the fastest players at the club. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he's like he's one of those players that you kind of almost like love to hate. You know, like, uh, you know, like don't call him a snake, whatever you do. But yeah. Um. I I, 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 I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to make of him. Like a five is probably enough. He, he's, he's mixed, isn't he, in terms yeah. of how how fans rate him? I think. Yeah. And and he's. He's obviously played the championship before, and he's done quite well for Wigan as well. You know, he's, he, he would be a handy player to have. I'd keep. Would you keep him? I'd keep him. I'd keep him, but again, he, keep the, him, the noises yeah. he makes suggest that he'd probably be wanting to be yeah, one of the first names on the team sheet. I'm not. I'm not sure that would be the case. To be honest, I'd equally be thrilled if someone were coming in for us ten million quid. I just don't expect mm. it to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, but on, on the basis of, similar to Neil, he can play several positions. He's not a bad influence on the squad. He gets up and down. Yeah. So, so I can understand why he'd have a big, bigger influence in his seat because essentially he's a wide player that almost plays fullback. Yeah. Um, so, so I do kind of get that. What do you mm. give him, Kieran? I give him a six actually. I think he does the effort that he puts in does actually change games when he plays. Like you said, we do pick up points. He will chase down midfielders and within. They've been knackered after ten minutes yeah, working yeah. with him, and the, the, his delivery is what lets him down. He's got everything there, but it's just—I mean, it, a lot of his coaches from when he was a kid said he was nowhere near the best player, even when he was playing yeah. on the Stony or wherever it was. But awesome personality. He was that—he was that committed. That. So, that, so the next one of the bigger disappointments of the season, uh, Matt Phillips. Uh, go on, Kieran. Now, have you have you assessed Matt Phillips this season? Inconsistent. Yes. Yeah. The problem with it, it's so frustrating because when he's on form, he's probably our, arguably our most biggest threat, I'd say, going forward. But it's just so few and far between at the minute. And it, you know, the, the worst thing is when he shirks out of challenges as well. That, oh, that is infuriating. Yeah. yeah. And it's just. He picks his moments as well, it's so you're annoyed. He'll like have two, three good games and then he goes missing for two months. So mm. for that, I've given him a five. But. He, needs, he needs a manager that's going to. Uh, 
give him the proverbial arm around the shoulder in the summer, doesn't he? If he's to stay at the club, I know there have been a few links that away. That one's not there, that does the grown men. It's a funny one, yeah. Yeah, 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 but at the same time, if he's going to get a performance out of him, you've got to yeah. almost pander to them, haven't you? He he's doesn't the, need a yell in his ear. one Albion player I would say that could go somewhere and could end up being absolutely world class because yeah. someone's unlocked something. Mm. He, I mean, he's never. Sean Dodge could be that man, couldn't he? He's he was like wasn't he? He's plausibly a very, very good striker, but no one's ever got that out of him. Um, but yeah, he, he, there is some untapped um, resource. What, what, what did you give him? I gave I gave Phillips a five as well. I think uh, last season he, he 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 was up there with, among the best players in the in the season. Even though his season kind of consisted of like you know five or six months mm-hmm. in the middle, he turned it out in November and then he kind of he got injured in the about March time and um, and didn't really. A reappear and still hasn't really even now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his career has trapped Albion really. I think when Albion turned that turned down, you know, that got to forty points and and stopped playing, he's never started since. No, then, really. and, and and neither of the club. No. Yeah, what, yeah, you, what are you saying? Here? I, I, it gets a five again for me. Uh, it's, it's a good point that, that Joe makes that when Albion are good, it's because of Matt Phillips, and when we're bad, it's because of Matt Phillips. You know, yeah, like he's yeah. like that one player who almost like you say he's almost like a little a little diamond for us really and he's yeah. only you know that performance against uh, Liverpool this season uh, you know that's probably yeah. one of the finest performances from an individual that we've had yeah he's very good and it's so frustrating you know you're asking yourself where has he been all this season and wh- why yeah. does he need that you know that, that, that love and affection or whatever it is that you know that, yeah. that you have to give him to build that confidence up he should realise that he's a good player you know this is a good league he's playing against a good standard of opposition but there's something in his head, that's not right. You know. I, I'd say of the. I mean, we're counting the cost of a lot this season. Yeah, like Johnny Evans, you know, could have gone for twenty million more than we're selling. Blah, blah, blah. He's one that I think if you'd have asked me what he's worth at the start of the season, I'd have said you, you're getting somewhere in the arena of twenty million. Mm-hmm. At the end of the season, I'd say you're probably in single figures. Really, it's what we bought him for five million quid. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still think again uh, he'd be a player that's worth holding on to. I think he could definitely affect games in the championship. I isn't give him a four. I I. I just felt like he's been missing for too much of it. Uh, yeah. Chadley, I know you ain't seen a lot of Chadley. Uh, to shout, shout some scores at me. Forgot about him. I'll give him a <laughs> one or minus one. Minus one, I think. Minus one. Yeah. Kieran, you've got, you've got something to say about Nasser Chadley. I just think the the fact that he's injured, put that aside, since his first handful of games last season, he's just had no effort whatsoever. He's, like, no. he's been a passenger for a lot of games. Yeah. And you, you expect him to be that number 10 to make the difference. And he's just, he's walking back. He's, a lot of the time he's offside because he's walking back <coughs> on the second phase. And he's, he just lets himself fall out of games. And he's just got nothing about him for me. I think he's too laid back. I mean, if he was any more, he'd be lying down. He's, that, <laughs> he's just, he's like Berbatov, isn't he? Yeah. It's like, without, without except the without the heaps of talent. talent. Yeah. Mercurial talent. And I, just think, I, I think that minus one's a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I've, I've given him a four. It, it, He's a bit of like a luxury player that Albion just can't afford to have in the side, really. But I mean, against Crystal Palace uh, the weekend, we were doing okay, like from a, a shape wise. And as soon as we came on, down that uh, their left side, our right side, we went to pieces. You know, both of their goals came down that side, and he was like ten yards behind, like Zahar and uh, Anna, yeah. uh, uh, Van Arnold, whatever his name is. Um, but it, it's a funny one, Chadley, because for all season, all Albion fans have been saying, oh, "I can't wait to get Chadley back. I can't wait to get Chadley back." Yeah. He's a bit like Morrison; like he's got better in quality when he's not on the pitch. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel sorry that he's been injured, you know, but he showed that potential at the start of last season. That partnership with Rondon yeah. looked really good, and then, you know, got injured and he's just never yeah. recovered. He's my biggest disappointment of the season because I've been one of those fans who thought, well, you can, only, you can only judge Alvin when they get Chadley mm. playing. Obviously, it never actually mm. happened. 
and actually, of course, Pardew came and it became irrelevant anyway. But the uh, but yeah, I'll give him a two. And I think that part of that time, I just felt just so terribly let down by him. Really, yeah. you know, that when we really need, and I, I, I get the feeling he's one of those players. We get, if we had him for ten years, he would always go missing when you needed him. When you actually yeah. needed him, we'd make sure he wasn't there. Joe, what did you give him? I gave him a three. Uh, it all stems back to well, quite simply, refusing to go on pre-season. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, tour of Austria. That really grinds your gears. It, you can imagine it infuriated Tony Pulis at the time, but actually for a fan base as well. That what that the disdain. It, you know, it just. And then of course the injury. It's almost like well, that's what you, you, you know, that's what you're going to get from not training on pre-season I think, and I think not you preparing really, yourself properly. It's someone to make the point actually about Austria because I think if you were to tell the uh, the story of Albion's relegation, the Alan Pardew story, as I'd call it, it would start there. No, all of us, if we had to write the individual, would write. Chadley didn't turn up to pre-season tra- training. True. Was part that, that's of the when story. things started going wrong. Yeah. That was like but then that, what, the first what, turning point. Yeah, and what does that say to his teammates as well? Yeah. You know, it's like, hold on, why is yeah. he being let off the hook? Mm. And then you wonder because it was under the promise that he was going to continue at the Albion training ground. Uh, but it's interesting that Johnny Evans didn't go the season before, and he didn't have that seemingly have that effect on the side. No, either, yeah. so it's an interesting one with Chadley. It's it's more about whether or not he there. scored. He scored a great free kick. He played 15 minutes under Pardew, and that was his season really. So we're going to veer slightly off now. So, so Samfield, tell us what you think his score is. But uh, but instead of talking about what he's done this season, because he hasn't done that much really, t- let's talk about next season. So, mm. so, so, so uh, uh, just do give you another. Samfield, I'll give it to Samfield a six. Uh, I have. N- he hasn't shown me enough yet to say he's a player that can lead a championship team into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, I, he's definitely worth a try, um, but he he needs he, he's got to be a part of the squad that's kind of a question mark rather than a rather than a certainty. I, I'm really hopeful about Phil, but I don't know yet. That's kind of where I, I sit as well. I like it. I, I think this has been a really challenging season for Sunfield, even though this has kind of almost been his breakthrough year as well. So, um, you know, he's only been played in like difficult games where we've got no hope of winning, and then he had that really strange spell at the start of Alan Pardew's reign where he was playing left wing. Yes. And it was just like, yeah. why are you even picking him there when you've got Brunt yeah. and McLean and, you know, other players who can play there? So, I hope that he develops into a good player, but I'm not sure yet whether he he will for us to be honest. I don't think he's ready to dominate for championship. No, he he seems like a young boy in a man's game. Yeah, what is he? Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. So he's you know he's. It's whether he's been given the billion. I think he's been given the billion. As he's going to be great. You know, gets in these four four two lists and that. Yeah. I think it's because when he has played, he has been pretty great. When he's been playing his actual position in the centre, he's very good. At, he was very good at uh, at Wembley. Yeah, and uh, was it Newcastle at home? And then he scored against Newcastle. So if you, if you uh, ask both of you this, if, you, if you're naming your Albion 11 that start the next season that we think might be challenged for the playoffs, is he in both of your teams? No, no. not in my starting 11. No. I mean, I, I think it says a lot that he hasn't even got off the bench when in a struggling side. Yeah. You yeah. know, that kind mm. of says where he is at the moment. And I don't think that he will develop that much over the summer. He, he almost needs to go out on loan somewhere. I think the club's got his progression wrong to the least. Yeah. He was never going to play this year, probably yeah. because of how congested that midfield was. Yeah. Why didn't we let him go out? Yeah, well, he might as well. And, and I mean, the you know, they've been talking about like like the club put stuff on it. Which he's yeah. someone you think. I mean, funny, but we'd be able to answer this now. Like, like with Nico now, he's still got everything to prove. He went somewhere, it didn't really work. He's come mm. back. Same with Phil. And if Phil can't get forty games in Rotherham's team, then we know yeah. how good of the Albion. I think with Field, um, that they, they they saw that he could learn a lot of Gareth Barry because that's the type of player that he will be. Yeah. yeah. Um, just by looking at the yeah. size of him and his like athleticism, 
but I, I don't know how much influence Barry's had on, on, on him. Yes. I, think that was, I think that was the reason that, that he... He had him in snubs, didn't he? <laughs> probably took him. He needs yeah, to Phil, do, uh, Phil probably can get in. I think <laughs> Phil needs to bulk up a little bit, doesn't he, he does, still? Yes, you know, right, he's still yeah. very, very yeah. skinny and... Um, He's a good ball player, quite clearly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and obviously you've he's got to earn your right to play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, slightly like different midfielders as well, but he reminds me of like Grealish, how he's stepped down and he's coming to his come coming to his own issues. And I think we could see something similar with Phil. Uh, so what true. about? I hope so. Yeah. I guess while well, we're in this area, Burke. Oh uh, God, Burke. <laughs> yeah, go on. You got something to say about that? Yeah, I mean, Burke is another one that. <laughs> I'm trying to work out what he actually does. Yeah. And when you consider that we spent, what was it, 16, 17, maybe even 18 million on this guy, yeah, Alan Pardew didn't even know his name. You know, that's how, that's how kind of anonymous he is. Yeah. That he, Obviously, he's a young boy and he's, he's got glimpses of, of potential. I'm just not sure what, what he offers the Alvin at the moment. Uh, no, I'd agree. I'd agree. I'll get, I'm into it. What have you given for the uh, season? Three, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'll give him a four. Uh, yeah, uh, funny enough, I think they're a bit similar um, to Phillips. I sort of feel like Burke, he's so he's so gangly and out there. He, he, he's, he's a big he's a big bloke. Yeah. If you don't make it up front or as part of a front three, I don't think you'll make it in football. Yeah. I don't think he's agile enough to play wide. Already at this, at this age, you know, he's probably going to bulk out even still. He's built oddly for a wide player. He is. Uh, I guess he's too, he might too tall. Yeah. Yeah. He's he might say the same with Ronaldo, ironically. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure about. But, and I don't hold that a lot of hope for him. No. I, don't, I, I think next season will bury. But Oliver Burke. Well, I, I've actually got the polar opposite of you. I think Burke could, could really be a, a, a player that comes to the fore next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously been mismanaged. Yes. And, gotcha. and, and okay, maybe Tony. He wasn't particularly high on Tony Pulis's list, but. Mm. He's at the club. He's twenty years old. He's played in the championship before and scored goals, albeit in a short period of time. Uh, I spoke to him. I think it was back in December. He comes across very, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, as a lad, I I think there have been bursts, haven't there? And he's still obviously a hell of a lot to learn yeah. and, and and more to add to his game. But when he bursts and you know when he kind of gets on a run, like he did against Liverpool for that free kick the other yeah. week. Which incidentally was absolutely not a free kick, but anyway, uh, he, he kind of excites you the idea that he might be able to just beat a man. We haven't had that really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad thinks that he's going to be a really, really good player for the Buckets. I really, really hope so. You know, so I've just, given him a four for this season. It's not worked out, and it, yeah, it hasn't uh, worked out at, at, at all. There have been a few goals that have kind of perhaps he's got to show a little bit of the responsibility for. Yeah, but, uh, well, yeah. It's I'm hoping for better next season. Kieran, what do you give him? I give him a five, but I do think I think what. Because we've paid so much for him, we expect a, at least a bit of an impact. But yeah. they've bought him because he's quick, and they're expecting to coach the footballing brain into him. Because yeah. at the minute, he needs a lot. His head's down. He runs to the byline, and that's pretty much it. He's out of position all the time. And I just think, um, you know, we've so, it's why you can't sign players just because of the pace. Because you might as well be Birchfield Harriers. There's no footballing ability there for me at the mm. minute. No, I, 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 I do young. think he's got footballing ability. He, I just think oh, in his I mind he can't it. bring it all together. That's the problem with Burke. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's got a trick. He's got he's, he's got he's well built. He's fast. You know, his delivery's yeah. okay as well. He just needs to bring it all together. He needs to be coached. It's what you see him do. So I think he's a really tactical yeah. player. Like if if it's a. Um, I could see him working in a counter-attacking side where he's playing kind of a wide role mm. and he's bursting through and so on. It's what you see him doing, like, like that the. I, I, I kind of feel like if he's got a defender up against him, you kind of know he ain't going anywhere. He yeah. might win a free kick. That's it. Um, that, that, and, 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 and I mean, 
this, again, ne- next season will be different. You'll see a lot more of the ball. Go, uh, go on, we'll be, uh, another player, another question mark. James Morrison, something, again, we can't really score him that much for this season. So, yeah. But to say we're sorely missed. Yeah. Ian, do you have any hope he's going to play a big role next season? I, I, I personally think that we've seen the last of, of Mozza. As do I, yes. You know, it's just it's showing the way that it's ended. You know, In hindsight, we were all clamouring to get that contract two years ago. And for one year, he was great. But for this yeah. year, he's been, you know, he just. Well, we haven't seen him since September. We haven't we? seen him since September. You know, that's a bad injury to have as well at his age. And he's played a lot of football as well. He's not like a young 30 year old, is he? Or no, no. Year. He has played, he's, he's had injuries. He was like 16, 17. So. Yeah. I, I feel that that could be the end of James. You wonder whether it said we've obviously got this option. You wonder whether say the club turn around and say thanks for thanks for the memories, James. But uh, that's that's the end of it. Whether he actually gets another move or whether he hangs his own boots up. Yeah, yeah. What does he know? Is he thirty one? I think he's thirty one. Yeah. So, so as you say, it's he's still not old for a bloke who's been at the club ten years. It wouldn't surprise me to see him go up to Scotland. You know. To be honest. Yeah, maybe Celtic or, or something like that. He's another though. If he gets the air in the arena, he he would still be one of Celtic's best players at half what he weren't earned at the Albion, which is the kind of story. Of the well, Albion. that's the other thing. Is obviously his wage bill. Um, so we can't judge the system, but I'll give him a five. Kieran. Yeah, I gave him a five as well. I gave him a five. I gave him a three, but that's three. quite harsh. Yeah, it's probably harsh. Albion legend James Morris. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just uh, yeah, it's a shame that if uh, if that's to be the end of it, uh, would he would he would he be in your starting eleven next season if they gave to be him a deal? We've missed him desperately. Yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. about yeah. Chadley. Yeah. That's the thing. We don't know which James Morrison it is. Do we? You talk about the James Morrison of last year. How many number yes. tens have we had like that? No, no, one, no one plays it like him. Ten. So yeah. I do think maybe who's, if we who's can also get disciplined and he can he can he can also do the defensive side of things. Yeah. When yeah, he's not out of contract, is it? I think he's got. I think. I think he's got an option. I think he's got an. I think that all the club have got an option. I think maybe a year option might be worth the gamble, just in case. Well, I've I've heard that that he will be fit. Like James Morrison has said that he'll be fit for pre-season. So you know, if if, if, is it worth taking a gamble on like a a reduced contract? Obviously, yes, because in that division, if you can get him fit, he'll be brilliant for us. Yeah, yeah, he's he's had. He's another one. He'll just boss that league. So the last one, uh, Claudio Jacob. I've spoken quite a lot about Claudio Jacob on this uh, podcast. Go on, Ian. Let's start with you, as 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 you haven't. Uh, Have you have you um, measured this season? Moreover, is is he got a future at the Albion for you? I would say that he has got a future at the album just because we've been relegated. You know, I mean, he's obviously he's one of those players that he's never like had any pace, but he he just runs through sand now, doesn't he? He's so slow and you know pedestrian, and he doesn't. Jakob for me, he's he's brilliant at one thing, and that's like breaking up the play and yeah. tackling. He's just average at everything else. Do you actually do you like him as a player? Is he is he? Do I like him as a player? Yeah, I think he's okay, but uh, I mean. Like I say, he's excellent at one thing, doing one thing. Yeah. So for like Tony Pulis, when you were like had all that soaking up possession and you're getting men behind the ball, you know he was perfect for that role. And but uh, he would never play in a four, and he would never play no. uh, in, in like a ball playing side. I don't think. Either. What's your score for this season, for him? Um I have given Jakob a five. Five. Yeah. I've yeah. given Jakob a five as well. I'm not sure about next season. As regards, <coughs> obviously, he's another one. I think that's got another. Year option. No, no, he's an option. But the thing is about Jakob. If we let Jakob go and we let Morrison go and we let Livermore go, that's a, like a hell of a lot. Kobiak and Barry are already gone, aren't they? So knowing that all our centre halves are going and our, yeah. and our yeah, yeah, actually we are. I mean, it is a clean <laughs> slate. Yeah, it is a clean slate. Jakob is one that I would give another year to. The only thing I'm not sure about is whether the one great thing that he's that he, he the one thing that he is great at is that going to be as much of a requirement next season? Yeah. There are going to be too many teams that are going to be coming to Albion and. You know, kind of 
hammering the door down. It's obviously a very different league to the to the division I'll be in. I think two clearly. things like that. You aren't playing Jakob and Brunt in central midfield tomorrow, next year. It's going to be one or the other, or neither, as, as that mm. thing's more likely. Um, he's a tactical player, and he'll, and, and, and he'll only play if you need a holding midfielder. I oh, certainly wouldn't be taking him next season. Um, I, th- I don't think he's going to think going to age well. I think the fortunate thing about his contract coming down is it makes him plausibly in Argentina, so he might move back there. I'll give him a four and a half. I, I'm not a fan, uh, Kieran. I'm not a fan either, obviously, but... Yeah, I've, I've given him a four. I think he should have gone maybe two, three, four years ago. Yeah. I think arguably when Malumbu went, I'd rather have kept Malumbu than Yeah, I, I agree actually. Yeah. And I just, you know, t- the one thing he's good at is mopping up mistakes, but in the, in the same breath, he's the one that loses possession. No, no. <laughs> I, I've never really got the fascination with him. So. When he first got there under, under Clark, he really fitted He it looked good because, because he had Malumbu. Yeah. 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 I, I think in a, in a kind of. With Morrison further further afield and Jakob sitting alongside another deep line player, it works. It worked to a, to a T that year. Yeah. Uh, the idea of kind of bringing that same midfield back to life, like, you know, six seven years on in the championship. So yeah, he was like a table footballer, yeah. wasn't he? And then Malumbu was running and closing in front yeah. of him. You need that player, so, which won't be Morrison. So I wonder if got, yeah, let's throw that in. Would you have Malumbu back? For yes. the championship, one hundred percent. I love the bloke. Yes, yeah, so do I. He's probably my favourite ever Albion player. Am I? Yeah. yeah. He's probably but lost it now. I'm not sure. It's, I, it's, I, no, stop, Joe. This is the first ever Woodman Corner campaign. We've got someone from the Albion Assembly here. Yeah. Tomorrow night, Can I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> You've officially. That's my, my first question when are you signing Yusuf Malumbu? If you, if you, if you say that, they're bound to say I yes. know one man who would back the Yusuf Malumbu to West Brom campaign. Yusuf Malumbu. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. he would, he, I'll tell you what, you put that out, he'd be all Mate, over it. It starts here. You've got to remember how long it's been. I remember when the Legends game last week, I went to say, Richard Sneaks is my yeah. favourite ever player. And you just forget they're 20 years old. Now. So Malumbu, you know. He's only, <laughs> I know they were talking about age. Malumbu's only 31. I, know, I thought that season... The amount Norwich, of effort he puts that, into that, every that game. Was Norwich. Norwich. He was, but even after that, the Norwich fans didn't have anything but bad things to say yeah. about him. I'm not, I'm just, he's not an out of... I've already killed his reputation. We've also known one. But it's a championship, and at 31, yeah, yeah. could you have Malumbu, Morris and Yakov? <laughs> oh, come on. With Brunt, with Brunt on the wing. That's how I get Dovins back down. Gira back from Hungary as well. He's still... Gears is so forward, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's well, that, that's been uh, that's been like I think we've been quite a beat, really, uh, given um, given how terrible this season's been. But ma- maybe we've helped them sell some more um, <laughs> some more review of the season DVDs in this last uh, in the, this last hour. But uh, but thank you uh, thank you all for coming. Cheers, ever so much, Ian, for uh, for, for joining us. Cheers, hopefully, guys. I'll, hopefully, they'll still let you back into the office. And, and thanks everyone for joining us. Obviously, we uh, the, the season's ended, so we have to we, so we don't have to pretend there's no football anymore. We could uh, we'll, we'll be coming back um, routinely. You know, if they know a new manager, we'll be get we'll get back on it. Uh, we're going to be having a look at the uh, at the transfers that are coming and going. And as ever, if you want to get involved with the podcast, you get in touch with us, and we'll uh, we'll talk about whatever you like. But uh, in the meantime, uh, have a have a good summer off, and thank you for joining us this week on Woodman Corner.